Hi, welcome to A New African, where we tell our stories without changing the narrative. While looking at the future with optimism, we also aspire to remain relevant in our present times. Hello, welcome to episode two. With me today is our guest, Dr. Molapo. Welcome. Thank you. And Mani. Great to have you back. You were on holidays. Yes, I was. I was taking a bit of uh, rest from yep. the world, um, you know, trying to recharge them batteries. So, yeah, I'm fully recovered now. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So how long do you think those batteries will run for another 12 months? <laughs> no, I don't know. With COVID, maybe till next month, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Great. Awesome. Well, while you were away, we had an amazing um, episode run, the first episode ever. And um, if you haven't seen that episode please click out of this right now and go back and read that. Um, or sorry, not read that, watch that and uh, catch yourself up because there's some amazing things that we talked about. Did you know that the first ever university in the world was in Africa? I didn't know until I read the book. Yeah. I was just like, that's amazing. There you go, there you go. There. Yeah, so um, I'm feeling um, like I'm... I'm I'm very knowledgeable now, yeah, right? Yeah. And what what a legacy, you know, absolutely. something to be absolutely proud of. We also spoke about uh, the richest man that ever lived, and there has been no other, and he was an African. Not Bill Gates. No, not Bill Gates, no, by far. Sorry, Bill Gates, no offense. But this man um, was actually an African king. And what was his net worth again? Something like 400 billion US dollars, US dollars. 400 billion US Incredible. dollars that's amazing and to imagine that he was an African I, I feel rich just talking about him <laughs> right we are even richer you'll see when we get deeper today then I know right far much more richer. yes that's absolutely great. you're in for a real treat so you know come along walk us uh, through with this walk with us through this journey we also spoke about uh, Queen Zinga mm -hmm. the, an Angolan queen who stopped the slave trade for 30 years. 30 years wow. she protected her people. Man. That's just amazing. We had some fortresses over there. Yes, yeah. I know, right? Right? And so, you know, African queen right here, wherever you are, powerful stuff, powerful stuff. So today we're talking about um, Africa, the continent, and uh, it's quite fascinating the amount of uh, facts and the amount of information mm -hmm. that there is about Africa. Um now, I want to start from the beginning, like, you know, before 1885, uh, there was a Berlin um, conference in 1885 where they actually divided Africa into tiny little countries. And it's, it's, it's quite uh, fascinating to me how that came about because we were just one people up mm. until then. Mm. Yeah, very interesting, Mwaba. You, 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 you'll appreciate that slavery effectively ended in about 1865, um, global slavery. Um, <clears throat> and, um, but colonization started around 1885. So there was that period of 20 years, yeah. um, which was a hiatus historically. And a lot is not known what was happening, but from a European point of view, people were looking into Africa as a new territory to go into for you know expansion and for business and so on and so forth. 
So what happened is the, then there was a, a build-up of this um, uh, um, quest for Africa, African wealth. Yeah. Uh, what's, what's called scramble for Africa. Um, so that was in that 20-year period. And then, you, as you know, that wealth leads to wars and stuff like yeah. that. So countries in Europe started having altercations <laughs> over, you know, which territory should be taken by who France is, 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 is fighting with England and so on and so forth. Um, <clears throat> and there was this um, king, the Belgian king called Leopold II, right. who was somewhat related to the German emperor. Um, and uh, they decided perhaps the best thing is to get everybody together and, uh, and have a chat about Africa. Wow. And uh, the Berlin Conference is very interesting. You get all these European countries sitting together and having a chat about what should happen to Africa. None of Africans is there. None of us as, as Africans is there. Present, yeah. And they make a decision as to which country will take which, op which portion. And um, they divided the, 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 continent, the whole continent into 54 countries. And um, that's what we, we know as Africa now. So the borders that we see in Africa are not our borders. They're artificial borders. They are artificial or European yeah. or foreign. <laughs> yeah, if we yeah. want to get rid of African foreigners, yes. <laughs> we must... <laughs> Erase those words. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's interesting. I mean, just <laughs> the fact that someone else decided to say, "Okay, I'm going to carve out this land and it's mine or it's ours," and Zimbabwe uh, was yeah. formed or Zambia was formed. That's yeah. like, okay, how, how do they draw it's the lines <laughs> and go like? It's, actually, it's based crazy. based on what though? Like, what what was the reasoning behind them even? You know, like dividing them that way. Did they have um, sort of? Um, an inkling as to whether, you know, sort of minerals or anything? Uh, yeah, it's very interesting because at the same, at the same period mm. where the missionaries had really, um, really exploited or explored Africa. Um, as you may remember, uh, the prominent one was Livingston. So Livingston was a hero um, in, in England and, and uh, in the Western countries. Let me just give give you a perspective. Um, who was the first man who went to the moon? Armstrong. Armstrong. Neil Armstrong. Yep. <clears throat> if you go to England now, um, you ask people who was living, who was Livingston. Hmm. He was the African explorer. True. Um, <clears throat> but when you come to Africa and you ask Africans who was Livingston. We all say he was a missionary. <laughs> <laughs> he was that good missionary. You I know. remember being forced to memorize a whole essay about Livingston and how he came and how wonderful he was. You and see? I had to pass that, otherwise I didn't go to senior high. Mm. So it was those explorers who were really exploring the whole um, continent about the resources, the water, the land, um, the arable land, the fertile land. Uh, the natural resources, um, you know, um, <coughs> wild cutting, so looking for um, natural resources and so on and so forth, forests. Um, <coughs> and uh, there was this concept of looking for the source of Nile. So this is what mm -hmm. people were doing. And um, before you know it, around 1885, that exploration, well, the, most of the exploration was done around um, 1871, thereabout. 
So by that time, a lot was known about Africa. Yeah. It was a question of how do we then divide this yeah. amazing wealth. So, so that was the idea. Yeah, so it's interesting. So really, we blame those guys for the issue we have between Zimbabwe and Zambia as to who has the better view of the Victoria Falls. Come exactly. on, Zambia. <laughs> it's, 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 it's like, exactly. dude, That's you it. should have just given that to Zimbabwe. <laughs> fully, okay, here's, fully. here's what we're going to do. We're going to ask our audiences, we're going to ask our readers yes. to take a trip. Once the virus is over, go to Zambia and uh-huh. go and see the magnificent Victoria Falls. By the way, on a serious note, if you've never been, make sure that is on your top priority list. Yeah of things to see and you will be amazed how wonderful it is looking at it from the zambian side no (laughs) (laughs) it's interesting that you are looking you you are talking about how good it looks and you've forgotten it's called uh victoria falls it's funny because i was thinking so i was just just about to raise that point it's called victoria falls and i'm pretty sure where it is in your in 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 your country it's called um is it livingston area no well yeah livingston is the name of a city yeah yeah tourist destination exactly and the victoria falls is not really meant to be the victoria falls the actual native name is mossy otunya yeah. You so know what? You know what? Funny <laughs> enough, you see how interconnected we are. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Musiwa Tunya is actually a Sotho expression. What does it mean? To say um, there is uh, a blowing smoke. Yeah. The smoke that thunders. Yes. Is yes. the actual translation mm-hmm. yes. of, of Musiwa Tunya. Yes. They and named the beer out of it. Yes. They named the beer. It's called yeah. Mosi, Mosi Laga. Have you had it before? Is that good? <laughs> I've had a tablespoon. Come on, my son may be watching. I've had a tablespoon. It's I don't okay know to how anyone. Once in a while. I don't know how anyone could get stuff <laughs> like that past their throat. Yeah. But yeah, so um, <laughs> they called it the, a beer. Actually, mm. was uh, developed after the the uh, because it actually froths up really well. The Mosilaga, any oh. Zambian watching this will actually attest to the fact that once you pour that beer in there, it actually, the falls, it's just, you know, you get a taste of the, the actual Mosi Otunya. Okay. And they call it the beer that wow. thunders. Wow. So, uh, yeah. Let, let me yeah. tell you something even more interesting. Yes. <coughs> Is that um, the, there was a, um, a chief of Basutu called uh, Sibitwan. Yeah. Sibitwan. Who left. Uh, during the, um, the war or mm-hmm. the Difakane, um, and they left to Botswana and uh, the west of Zambia yep. uh, and part of Namibia, thereabout. There yep. And um, these people were called uh, Baluzi, which you mean the. The, the Lozi. <coughs> yes. Yeah. The original name for the Lozi is, is Baluzi, which means uh, people who are circumcised. Oh wow! Um, I've about that. Yes, and so they moved to to, to Zambia, uh, and that's why it's called Musiwa Tunya. Oh, that's why it's wow. got it's got the name from further south. Yeah, uh, it's because the Lozi settled around that area. Oh, that's interesting. interesting. I did not know that. Did you? No, I did not know. So look, that. you're from Zimbabwe, <laughs> clearly we've established that. Uh-huh. I'm from Zambia, and you're from South Africa. Now uh-huh. I want us to talk about. In, in the books, mm. um, you speak about Africa having more than 3,000 language dialects. Mm. Mm. And so out of curiosity, I would like us to chat about how many languages there are in your country, in mine and yours, and how many of those you can speak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always embarrassed by this type of topic because yeah. like, 
I, I think there are only two languages in Zimbabwe, like two official ones, Shona and Debele. Okay. Um, and I only speak Shona and non-Debele. So oh, really? it's one of those play things where like you think in a country with only just two languages, <laughs> I should be able to at least speak yeah. some Debele, yeah. Yeah. which actually makes me so sad because, you know, if you go to South Africa, I think most people um, who speak Debele can understand yeah. You know, cool yeah. sign or a little bit of that or yeah, maybe yeah. whatever else. Yeah. Zulu, sorry, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's a bit embarrassing. So My son has a Shona name. You might oh, like really? to know. Yeah. 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 What is it? Takudzo. Oh, nice. You know what it means? Shout out to TK. <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> Do you it know means, what? It means we have been honoured. Yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. You'd hope that the mother would know what the meaning of exactly. the child's that, name is. That's the whole point why I, I uh, you know, I named him that is because I thought it was very interesting. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So I met I've met a lot of girls called Takuzo. Yes, actually, I say uh, interestingly, um, he would love it. He'd be embarrassed me talking about it this way because I met a three-year-old girl who was mm. called Takuzo, mm. and um, his dad was Zimbabwean and his ma- her mom was um, Zambian, mm-hmm. and uh, she was the most cutest smartest little girl you've ever met mm. and i had um i think i was about 20 21 22 yeah. and i was uh, maid of honor at her aunt's wedding yeah. and so um she she was she just gravitated towards me mm. and i love kids so we mm. got along really really well yeah. and i fell in love with this little three-year-old and i told her that uh if I ever had a kid, I was going to call it uh, Seriously? Yeah. Wow. So she would be maybe about 28, 29 now. I should, I should look her That's up. That's amazing. Yeah. It's funny It's funny now that I'm talking about, we're talking about names and everything because even in, in the book as well, there's names. But mm-hmm. I was just thinking about how, at least in Shona, um, all the names are, they're not gender specific. At least mm-hmm. most of them are. As opposed to here where you've got girls and boys name. Mm-hmm. The names yeah. there are just, which actually makes sense, right? Like yeah. they mean something and therefore it's equally you know, yeah. meant for any gender, regardless yeah, of what yeah, you are. And exactly. I just had that, uh-huh, like, oh, it's quite deep. Like, yeah. you know, in this day and age, you know, where we are sort of, you know, not trying to, you know, focus on, oh, it's a girl. So, you know, we just, it should just yeah, be about yeah. the person, right? That's mm. right. Yeah, um, so yeah. that's interesting. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. So one language and um, English, I suppose, if you count that as a language. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> two, so you're bilingual. That's uh, I that's am bilingual. Great. Yes. 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 It's beautiful. Um, what about yourself? So you're from... Uh, I come from a country with 11 official languages. There's and plenty which more. Is that? South Africa. South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> SA. Yeah. SA. SA. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> our country. Uh, it's a conflicted country, but hey, we, we're trying our best. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you have 11 languages, country. yeah? We've got yeah. 11, country, uh, 11 languages, and uh, I speak quite a number. Yeah, how many? Know. There, there is um, the, the Nguni side of languages and then there's a Tswana or Sutu side of languages. Yeah. So I can understand both sides. Yeah. But then the, you've got a, a, a group of languages like Venda, Shangan and that yeah. type of... Um, those ones I don't really understand. But uh, Zulu, Tosa, Sutu, Tswana, Sipedi. Maybe about um, five wow. uh, African uh, languages and then... Um, and then Africans. I, oh, I grew wow. up in an African-speaking area. Yeah. You know, Ekazaman from the Platteland. What did uh, you just say? I'm a man from... Uh, <laughs> 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 well, it's an African's uh, way to say I, I come from the plateau of, of South Africa. Okay, that's good. Uh, as long as it's not swear word, because I don't think that's acceptable in this podcast, is it? 
Oh, you can do whatever you want on podcast. <laughs> but we're going to yes. keep this PG because this is for everyone, right? Yeah, this is yeah good. that's this is right. We want the kids to learn about what we're talking yeah. about. Cool. Okay, so I'm from Zambia. Uh, we have about 73 different language dialects. So, um, yeah, and um, I speak... 73? 73 different language dialects, yeah. And I speak about 2.5. <laughs> <laughs> and if you count if you count English as, as a language then three point five. Wow. Yeah. So that's good. No, actually, um, moving on into the book, into the, mm-hmm. into the I really want to talk about, because I actually did highlight that as well, because in terms of you were talking about, for example, the rivers. So so for those of you joining us, uh, and um, hopefully you've watched the first episode. So episode yes. two, we are focusing on chapter two of uh, this beautiful book, A New African History, Heritage and Legacy by Dr. Molapo Selepe. Um, there's parts where you're talking about, you know, the rivers and everything. So really, this whole book is a, is an homage to Africa. It's about uh, the beauty, the animals, the mountains, mm. the you know, um, all the animals and everything. Mm. Like it's really, it's just amazing. Mm. And I remember, and, and there are parts of it where you like you'd mention a a a lake, for example, mm-hmm. but you say it in English, but you say, for example, in here, uh, in the middle of Lake Nyanza, not Lake Victoria. Mm-hmm. Like you're yeah. very much um, sort of making that point to say mm-hmm. there's another name for it. Mm-hmm. What's your take, given how, you know, we're now living in a situational period now where, you know, people are tearing down statues that mm-hmm. used to be that used to be there of oppressors and mm-hmm. we just lived through life without thinking. And now we're thinking, people have been thinking of re putting a rebranding of even some notes mm-hmm. where these people were slave owners and everything else. Like, mm-hmm. what's your take on us renaming these, not just rivers, mm-hmm. but like, you know, streets, roads, mm-hmm. bu- you know, buildings, mm-hmm. uh, monuments, mm-hmm. all that stuff, yeah. Well, it, it, that in itself is a, it's, it's, it's an expression, isn't it? We, yeah. we, we're saying something. Um, unfortunately, the way it, our approach has been, like, it's very violent, mm. you know? It's very violent. We want to just radically demolish everything that is colonial. And, and that speaks to our anger. Um, it speaks to, um, you know, the, the pain that, that we have. But what tends to happen is that if you've been traumatized... Mm-hmm. Um, then you become, in the subconscious mind, you become trauma yourself. Mm. Uh, if you've been violated, you become violence yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so one of the signs that we really have been traumatized and violated, it is in, uh, in our approach how we get rid of this uh, stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, if I demolish Sister John Rhodes' statue, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's out of anger, isn't it? Absolutely. Uh, but do I get my country back? Do I get my wealth back? No. Do I get my worth back? Um, you know, it, it is an expression of my anger and, and the, the violation to my identity. Mm-hmm. But I, I think in itself, it's very, uh, and I should not come across negative because, you know, I'm not against people who will go down and tear the statues like what happened at my alma mater university they tore down sister john Rhodes' uh, statue uh, i guess you know that's students you know that people do when they are students uh, but when you are when you are really having the interest of the continent at heart you really have to be quite systematic and you have to be intentional in your planning towards restoring um, our worth um, and you cannot do it violently. Yeah. Um, you cannot do it from a space of trauma. 
um, we really have to be intentional. Um, and, and this is, uh, you know, this is what uh, I've done in the book is to try to paint a picture of how beautiful we are and how we can restore ourselves mm-hmm. without necessarily being violent. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it, you know, look, colonialism speaks to the evil of uh, the regimes that set up uh, colonialism. Because there was co- complete disregard for people in Africa. And it was almost like people were treated as animals. Mm-hmm. Um, nations were disregarded, you know. Um, and if we're going to restore ourselves, we cannot do it the same way. Mm-hmm. We are not animals. Um, so we can only do it in a way that is human, mm-hmm. uh, that is intelligible. Um, and um, and I, I've got this strong belief that we, ta- we have what it takes as Africans yes. to define ourselves Absolutely. and yeah. to really redirect our trajectory in terms of where we want to go. Yeah. But it cannot be the same way that it used to be. Yeah. Absolutely. That's right. Because, uh, you know, my dad always said that um, if you don't think you're being heard mm. and you feel the need, the rising need to yell mm. in the hopes of being heard, Eish. don't do that. Uh, you need to think about changing the quality of your conversation or the mm. quality of your message. Wow. And I think uh, it goes without saying that um, information is power. Yeah. No one can take away information once you've got it. And I think that mm. um, as Africans, we have a duty and we have a responsibility. And mm. you're showing us that, mm. that, you know, we know so much. So much has been passed on, but mm. it hasn't been properly communicated yes. to the world. And therefore, it is our duty to communicate that. Yes. And intelligently so. Mm. Hence this podcast. Hello. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, we, yes. we need to tell our own story. Mm. Um, remarkably so, yes. evidence-based, mm. as these books have shown us, yes. that, you know, there is, um, I mean, it's, it's in the Guinness Book of Records that the first university ever in the world was in Africa. No one mm. can argue with that. Mm. And so we just need enough people to know about this. And then they'll yes. start respecting the yes. fact that, okay, maybe there is a story that we haven't been told here. Mm. Maybe there is some information that we yep. need to seek Absolutely. in order for us to, uh, to understand. Let, let me tell you something, Mwaba, um, which is very interesting. Um, there's, there's a, you know, in Africa we believe in Ubuntu, Absolutely. which means, Ubuntu means that I am because you are. Yes. Um, <clears throat> but the thing about Ubuntu, it's a, it's, it's a universal or global term from an African point of view. We respect every human being. Mm-hmm. Now, um, evidence shows, in, as, as we said in the book, evidence shows that all humans come from us. And there is something amazing, which is a common experience of all humans on earth. When you go to Africa, there is just this something. It's in your spirit. You don't even understand it. Yes. There is just this natural affinity with the land. Yeah. Yes. Regardless you know, of who you are, who you by are. the way. Mm-hmm. As I've long as you are a human people, being. Yeah. I've spoken to people who have gone to Africa. They are not born from Africa. Mm. They don't mm-hmm. look like an African. Yes. They've mm-hmm. just been on a holiday to Africa. And when they've come back, I was like, what was your experience like? They were like, I didn't want to come back. Yeah. I yeah. just wanted to stay. Yeah. So yeah. you're right. Yeah. And there's a lot of um, uh, Americans, even uh, predominantly African-Americans now, mm. who obviously, with everything happening, are feeling that um, disconnection with their own country. And so mm. a lot of them are making the migration uh, just to travel to yes. Africa. And everyone that has gone mm. always feels like, oh my gosh, I, for the first time, I felt 
like like I was home, like I home and yeah. I belonged yeah. and uh, and you know so it's it's really powerful mm. just by being there and mm. they're not trying to and these you know people aren't even just going in safaris and just going to see the lions they are literally wanting to immerse themselves in, in the exactly. culture yeah. so it does really paint a massive um, I mean it's a privilege really when you think mm. about it really yeah. Uh, yeah. to be able to be part of that and you know. Uh, coming from a place where we know what that feels like. Absolutely. Um, uh, the thing about human DNA is that it's got a memory which is remarkable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you you don't know where does your body get the memory that your nose is supposed to look like your grandmother, your grandfather's mm. nose. <laughs> no, <laughs> as a wow. grandmother's nose. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry, grandma. <laughs> but, but that memory... <laughs> That memory is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. And there's so much that our DNA, there's so much information that our DNA carries. Yeah. And, and you see, it's, it's a human's response to Africa um, that makes you aware that we all come from this continent. Even just the smell of the continent. Yeah. People say, the air there just smells so different. Mm. Why? Because yeah. it speaks somewhere to the... The DNA. You know, our blueprint, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. And animals, you yeah. know. Just look at animals, they just go around routinely as if they're home. <laughs> it's, it's like, what's happening to these animals? The giraffe, that, that would have to be my favorite animal. Whenever we went to see animals and yeah. there was a giraffe, the elegance of the animal and wow. how it slows down and looks at you as you take the picture and it's going like this. It's it's at home. It's at home. It's at home. It's at home. Yeah. One of the things that moves me actually is when you go to the foot of Mount Kenya, mm-hmm. my most favorite mountain in Africa, uh, Mount Kenya. Mount Kenya is a natural safari mm-hmm. itself. At the foot of the mountain, seasonally, because mm-hmm. Mount Kenya is almost near the equator. Mm-hmm. So seasonally, the animals migrate. They go to the other side of the mountain and then they move back to the other side of the mountain. And humans and animals, wild animals, live together peacefully in <clears throat> and uh, at the foot of Mount Kenya. It's it's incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. And you find all this mix of amazing animals from elephants. I mean, just Google it. If you just say elephant at the foot of Mount Kenya, yeah. my goodness, it. I don't know. You almost get the original picture of what. what the Garden of Eden would be looking, looking like, yeah. wow, amazing. Now, Africa, I want to talk about the land size of mm. Africa. Mm. You've written in your book here that it is the second largest continent. And what size is that? It's bigger than the land masses of China. Mm. Now, think about this, guys. It's bigger than China, India, the United States, and Europe combined, put together. That's huge. It's huge, man. It's huge, it's huge. Um, So that's 30 million uh, square kilometers. Uh, The seas is 90, um, 90 million square kilometers. So Africa is huge. Massive. I can't even imagine how big that is. You know, and and the map does not really do justice justice to it. Um, And to add to that, Africa is only African population. Although it's, it's 1.2 billion people, it's only six um, percent of of, of uh, the world population. The world population. Yeah. Wow! Um, it doesn't make sense now because if the, if the world population is um, seven billion, seven billion, no, it can't be. 
no, no, it can't be. Uh, maybe twenty five percent. Maybe yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but you know, it's 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 um you know, Africa is 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 a um, is a huge po- um huge land, but the population is so minute comparable to other parts yeah, pa- yeah. parts of the world. So it is still relatively um, very underpopulated. Yeah. Which means that you know there's so much that the world is um, actually benefiting from Africa. For instance, mm-hmm. the major part of the world's lungs is Africa. The, re- the rainforests of Africa yeah. they're not as vulnerable as the Amazon rainforest mm-hmm. yeah. and the Indonesian va- uh, rainforest. Yeah. So by and large, a lot of you know the air that we breathe as a world, we are. You know, we we owe our gratitude to, to Africa. Africa, to North yeah. Africa. That's a, these are the rainforests in the Congo, I think, where you talk yes. about, right? Yes. Yeah, it's just it's just, yeah, we forget about that. Actually, it's funny because when I, if I hear the term rainforest, uh-huh. the first thought that I'm thinking of is 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 Amazon. You know, isn't yes. that interesting? I can't just amazing. like I always just think of Amazon rather than well known. <laughs> Congo has <laughs> rainforest. Yeah. I, it's yeah. just exactly. a weird sort of thing. Yeah, so it's no. funny, yeah. Interestingly, the this Congo River. Oh, okay. I was just going to say, before you say Congo yes, River, yes. do you know that our continent is the only continent on planet Earth, two two things which are amazing about Africa, yeah, yeah. is the only continent that is divided, that has got four quarters of the world. Yeah. Um, so, it's, it's, you know, you have, you know, equator and yes. uh, green meridian mm. uh, yeah. coming yeah. Together, together in, 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 in Africa, Africa. Yes. so yes. Africa is divided into four, four. and that's mm-hmm. the only continent in the world. Wow! Um, yeah. And another interesting fact is that yeah. um, Africa is the only continent that has got uh, direct uh, um, connection with the center of the world, yes. uh, center of, of the planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other continents are relatively just floating floating around um, so we're like the most grounded people most most right? well grounded <laughs> 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 we are we are if you if you if you think that uh, you know most uh, continents drifted yeah, you know when you yeah. talk about continental drift yeah. so they drifted away from africa yeah. so africa you know um, there's a lot of um, even if you don't do um, research, there's just intuitive understanding. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Humanity comes from Africa. Mm. So I was just going to talk about the Congo River. That's um, the Congo River whose course tra- traverses both mm. south and north of the equator, which mm. is to your point. And it is the river with the most powerful current in the world. Did you know this money before no, you read the no, book? <laughs> Neither did I. <laughs> it's powerful. Yeah. Isn't it? Um, there's, there's torrents and cataracts and yeah. Um, yeah. In fact, there's a big, big, huge dam. It's going to be the largest dam in the world mm. uh, that's been uh, built in um, along the Congo River. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's interesting. People talk about the mouth of Congo River, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. current is so powerful that you can actually see the the, the sea. You can see the the the, the river mm-hmm. going miles into the sea. Wow! Or you would think that the sea current will be stronger yeah, than absolutely. the river. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's just That's amazing. Great. Um, so I know we're talking about the population um, in Africa, and I think uh, in your book you you mentioned that the average age 
or medium age was about 19 years or so there. So it's obviously it's a very, very young uh, population in terms of that. And um, you do quote, um, there's a quote in your book that says, you know, Africa is calling uh, her people back mm -hmm. home because I think a lot of people are going overseas and everything like that. And listen, we are here doing a podcast in Australia, you know, mm. WA. Mm. Um, we will obviously come from the motherland in Africa. And mm. I think most of us really, if we, if the country was more, we kind of where we've come, we've come from, mm. we're way, way more established. I reckon we'll be happy to have stayed I would mm. say certain, um, certain uh, at least maybe just travel there for for uni yeah. and then go back would mm. come and visit and stuff. Yeah. What do you think um, it would be? The I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? On people coming back? I mean, what would need to happen for the talent that is absolutely here in Africa? I mean, here uh, in Australia and other countries mm. to come back to the motherland. motherland. Yeah. Well, um, you know, I think mm. first of all, I need to make a call. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's an earnest call. Mm -hmm. um, that you know, there are. I said, what well, there's 1.2 billion uh, Africans in the continent. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, there's about an extra, maybe extra two, two, three other countries outside Africa. That if if you can take the African diaspora, mm -hmm. um, gather them together, I think we make about 140 million people. So we can st still, f you know, form extra three other cu countries yeah. um, if you were to take all um, the uh, people who've been disposed yeah. uh, or um, displaced somewhat, or either through uh, colonialism or slavery, um, <coughs> you name it. So all of us, we belong to Africa. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I must uh, reemphasize that it's more than just African people who look like you and I, mm -hmm. because from what we are saying, yes, is that all humans come from Africa. Absolutely. Yes. And uh, so, who is an African? Mm -hmm. uh, if you start from there, really, an African cannot be a, a person because of the, the pigmentation of, of their, their skin. skin. No. Yes. Right. Uh, it's got to go far beyond Deeper that. that. You know, yeah. um, my most iconic. Uh, politician ever uh, was Robert Sawukwe, South African, um, South African politician who started the Sharpeville massacre in 1960. Mm -hmm. um, the only man to be incarcerated in South Africa, um, of solitary confinement mm -hmm. by a parliamentary decree. Mm -hmm. So it, it was agreed by parliament that the man is too dangerous yeah. to be out there so he was silenced completely you cannot um, hear his voice anywhere uh, his thoughts his plans he was completely muzzled um, but the most amazing mind coming out of South Africa mm -hmm. but he said something amazing uh, Robert Sobukwe. he said um, there is only one race mm. and that is the human this is a man who was living or who witnessed the, you know, the build-up of, uh, of apartheid. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I think the call is to all people in the world uh, to look back at motherland, that it is our responsibility mm -hmm. to rebuild this amazing continent. Absolutely. Um, it doesn't matter what your color is. Mm -hmm. uh, it just depends where your heart is. Yeah. If 
your heart tells you that there is injustice that's happening um, in Africa, it's time that we actually start to, to, to rebuild. Yeah. So I, th- I would appeal to everybody mm-hmm. uh, to start thinking about how mm. we can, yeah. in our, you know, I mean, this, this, um, uh, the, the in, imbalance in the world is just um, astonishing. To think that we've got enough resources and enough know-how uh, to make sure that everybody lives um, happily. Yeah. Um, yes, I would. I would make that appeal that you know it's important to start to be thinking about yeah. your five-year plan, ten-year plan, um, <coughs> even fifty-year plan. Yeah. I mean, when you look at that, I mean, you're, the resources you're talking about. I think you mentioned that it's about you know just the minerals alone. I think mm. it's a sixty trillion. You know, just yeah. in there, you just go like, wow, that's a lot of money there. Um. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Look, um, we we can never exhaust African no, treasure. No, we no. Can, we can no. never. And and smart people are, are going Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, we yeah. We, sorry, guys. We have to. I know we are getting into this, and we want to keep the conversation going. But we're going yeah. to cut to a short break, and uh, when we come back, um, you know, we'll go in and, and have some more conversations. So, Thank um, you. see you in a bit. Cheers. Hey guys, welcome back uh, to part two of this uh, second podcast, a new African podcast, which we're really excited about. Oh, I'm, honestly, the information I'm learning and stuff about yes. it is just absolutely amazing. And the conversation is right? great. Yeah, yeah. Mind-blowing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, we should find something that goes, when your mind is blown by some information, you go like, something. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the editor it's can put like little it's emojis. It's it's yeah. That's like the one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There I you was go. looking for that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's, that's the one we want. Yes. That's a mind yeah. blowing button. So if anybody's mind gets blown, just, you know, have me do. <laughs> <laughs> that one. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that one. Great. Yeah. yeah. So look, before we went uh, off on a break, we were talking about Lake Nyanza. Not Lake Victoria, because I think many of us know that as Lake Victoria, but no, it's actually called Lake Nyanza. And I will just read this out to you. Please get the books, because there is more information in these books than uh, you know what we can talk about in a podcast. But this, I couldn't go past this. I've highlighted it. I've underlined. I've colored three different colors here. So Lake Nyanza, not Lake Victoria, is the largest tropical lake in the world, not mm. just in Africa, mm. in the world while the Nile River is the longest river in the world. In the world. The Sahara Desert is the world's hottest desert. The Namibia Kalahari Desert is the oldest desert on Earth. And all this is in Africa. Mm. Africa is a natural habitat to the big five. The African elephant is the world's largest land animal. The cheetah is the world's fastest land animal. And the giraffe is the tallest animal, tallest land animal. Now that's like mind-blowing <laughs> stuff, right? <laughs> we might need to remove that button from her. <laughs> that's my, so it is. many great things. I mean, if you, if you never needed 
a reason to go to Africa. I mean, that's just it, right? Yeah, absolutely. I yeah, it's yeah. The the amount of like uh, first and sort of things in Africa that you yeah. just go there's there's so much greatness to the continent. It's just it's really it's it's really it's really amazing. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's 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 very interesting because when Europeans came to Africa, mm-hmm. all of them were speaking one language. They wanted to find the source of the Nile. Yeah, yeah. And um, even up to today, the source of the Nile is still debatable. Wow, it's still a mystery. Man, it's 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 a, it's a mystery. It's a complicated, um, you know, um, connection of rivers. Um, you know, the parts of African lakes drain into the Congo River, mm-hmm. and they end up in the Atlantic Ocean. And parts, you know, of the African lakes end up in the Lake Nyanza. Yeah. Um, they all join together. In fact, at the at the bottom of um, of Nile River is Lake Nyanza. Yeah. Um, and then from from there, uh, it goes all the way into the Mediterranean Sea yeah. via Sudan and uh, and uh, and Egypt. Um, and uh, the last part of African uh, waters like Tanja, uh, Tanji, Tanganyika, Tanganyika yes. and uh, Malawi and all mm-hmm. those, they end up in Zambezi yeah. and they, yeah. they, they flow into the Indian Ocean. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful, um, yeah. you know, it's a, a beautiful uh, connection of, of, of um, natural waters. Mm-hmm. But what's interesting is that the source of Nile, people have tried to find it. Um, and it's very debatable. Yeah. Uh, but somewhat, you Lake Nyansa seems to be the center of it. Yeah. Um, but you can trace all sorts of tributaries into the lake mm-hmm. yeah. um, that go as far as some t- as, uh, some places. At the far end, you can you can trace the waters. Mm. Uh, it's into places like Burundi, uh, some parts of. Um, some parts of uh, Uganda, yeah. um, and, and so on and so forth. So it's it's very interesting. So Lake Nyanza is um, it's it's a, an incredible body of water because that's really the source of uh, of the Nile. Of the Nile. Mm. And you had some more. Yeah, because it's, it's it's interesting because <laughs> this is one part that I found very fascinating about this particular part. Is it one part. of these? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yes, it's 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 because it, it's for well, part of Lake Nyanza is uh, one of the uh, tiniest and most controversial islands islands uh, uh, I suppose within Africa. Really, I didn't even know anything about this Migingo, yeah. um, um, which <laughs> so I actually was reading this and I was like, what? Because apparently, so you you wrote that it was only only but a peaking rock in the nineteen nineties, like mm. so, and then obviously I'm assuming maybe global warming and stuff like yeah. the water has receded. Mm. And now it's now an, an island half the size of a, like a soccer pitch or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and so I was just thinking, it's a very small island. So I was thinking, well, how do people live there and and yeah. stuff? Because right? yeah. like, people would have just one house <laughs> on that size <laughs> land. Yeah. So I had to look, and you put a, a picture on there, but you know, how yeah. it's black and white. So I had to go into the internet and I, I got lost. It's okay. You need to Google <laughs> this <laughs> island. <laughs> Seriously, Migingo. Like it is it is nothing. So it's all tin sheds, just to give yeah. you a picture. Yeah. It's literally tin sheds uh that are but basically 
put together yeah. in this little thing. Yeah. Um, it, it, the reason why people went on there is because you know there's you know this fish and so they uh, the farm um, it's called Nile perch, which is like yes. bar, bar, African barramundi. It's the tastiest yeah. fish. Oh, is it really? One of oh wow! Oh, yeah. Do you know, I, I did feel like oh my gosh, like, I'm craving fish now because <laughs> <laughs> there, there were there were pictures it of the. I was like, and it looked fresh and it stuff. Fresh. I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this would be great. So so apparently because of all the feeding and everything. This is yeah. like there's a lot of fish, yeah. and so people yeah. have gone there for fishing. Yeah. And I think it was barely uninhabited till basically the early 2000s, when really that's when people started coming there and yeah. doing that. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> this place, y'all, it's got um, there's so there's pubs on this little thing. Like, <laughs> there's a pharmacy, <laughs> and the funniest thing that I learned is there there are several brothels. <laughs> oh. I was like, wow, because this. <laughs> Yeah, please, please. <laughs> now that's where I'll put that thing. Mm -mm. I feel like I should do this. Yes. For My brothels, God. guys. Yeah. Come on. No, not for <laughs> several. <laughs> Like on this tiny island. Yeah. Well, it's because men, you know, men from Uganda, he spent years, well, months on end far from home. Can we just change There the is just a lot happening on that this one. This is escalating All fast. I'm just saying is you need to just look at the pictures, see it. And what the funny thing is, there's, it's actually a border issue between Kenya and Uganda. Yeah. So, you know, this little tiny island... People are having fights. Like the ministers are getting involved. Uh, the, the president, police. the police are there. They had the police army, army on this tiny little. Is it because of the fish or the brothels? Now I'm really. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fish. I don't know. <laughs> I know. If you can see the pan in the fish. Yeah. It's, oh, wow. <laughs> Anyway, so so yes, so this is um so yeah, so I'm really I was really surprised about that, and so mm -hmm. what actually made you even this just come up as as you're doing the research for the Nyanza um, yeah. thing is that because it's honestly one of the things that is so fascinating, and I would never have heard heard of it anyway. Yeah. Yes, I mean it it came as I was doing the research um on um <laughs> that area. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. I'm really fascinated by the um, Great Lakes of Africa. Yeah, okay. Um, I have not been there, but I've transported myself in my mind yes. a lot. Mm. Um, you know, it's it's a fascinating part of the world. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, I just uh, when I was doing the research in there, I find this thing. Yeah. This 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 rock, which has uh, really in so many ways. Uh, represented Africa. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. That's this is why I was so mm -hmm. fascinated because it's it's such a small little thing, but it represents a lot of what's going with the continent in itself. You know, the the I think you mentioned that you know most of it is, is controlled by Western powers. The resources, yeah. the yeah. fishermen are getting all these fish and sending them overseas, but but they obviously are, don't even have good contracts involved. Exactly. So yeah. there's a lot happening for this yeah. little tiny sized <laughs> island <laughs> on there. So anyway. so much to learn from there. So much yeah <laughs> well so just to 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 wind up i guess um i wanted to read a little bit because like some of this information as we're saying they're mind-blowing stuff right mm. um so uh you write um you know part of the concluding of the chapter chapter two mm. is that um to appreciate the grandiosity of the 
Netherlands, which is Africa, one has to visit Africa. Okay. <laughs> and see <laughs> the tallest and breathtaking summits. We've got the Mount Kilimanjaro, Tanzania, at the elevation of 5,895 meters. That is tall. It is Africa's highest peak. Mm. It is the king of the mountains in Africa, mm. capped with glaciers and snow. It is the world's highest freestanding mountain, aiming high six of Africa's most epic mountains, mountain climbs. Mount Kenya, which is your favorite, <laughs> is a spellbinding 5,199 meters tall summit, the second highest summit on the continent, yet the most intriguing. So people, you've got to go and see this. Like, I can't, I can't emphasize enough. Mount Kenya is beautiful, man. Right? Beautiful. It looks like the Swiss Alps, yeah. but better. Better. You know, with <laughs> animals African. there, Hello. with, you know, with that <laughs> swag. Yeah. It's crazy, man. It's just beautiful. <laughs> well, on that note, um, beautiful Africa. Um, it's been obviously, thank you guys for joining us again on the podcast, podcast yeah. number two. Yes. Uh, as you as you can see, we are, uh, you know, getting into the book. Uh, yeah. Next um, next episode will be on chapter three of the book, yeah. The New African, which is on African privilege. Yes. So that'll yes. be quite, um, be that's got to be a hot one. That I one. think yeah. this would have to be my favorite chapter in this book. It is. It is by it far. Is my yeah. favorite. My is favorite. it your favorite? It's too? my favorite. Oh go. my God. You, you go. have to come back and watch our next episode, episode three, <laughs> yes. on African privilege. I know yeah. you've heard about other privileges. <laughs> we are talking about African, African privilege, privilege in our next yeah. episode. How cool yes, is that? Yes, yes, absolutely. So awesome. please, um, awesome. the details of the podcast are, as you can see, the details where you get the book, sorry, are in the comment section or yep. just below. I don't know where this will be. Subscribe. So you don't miss anything. So you don't miss anything at yep. all. Um, again, it's been a pleasure having you here, Dr. Molefo, as always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. thank you. Um, thank you, guys. It's, it's been blowing amazing. Our <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you, guys. No worries. Beautiful. See you guys <laughs> at the next episode. Cheers. Well, thank you so much for tuning in and uh, enjoying the episode with us. We really enjoyed uh, being with you. Uh, please don't forget to subscribe and click the notification button.